Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish Podcast and the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. I have my little French bulldog, Bud Clouseau, behind me in my in his podcasting chair. He is having a lot of opinions today, so you might hear from him. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning into The Wedding Dish today. We are dishing with a human who uses her background in art and design and her passion for helping people express their individual individuality to create one-of-a-kind floral arrangements. She brings her creativity, artistry, and a personalized touch to her custom arrangements of wooden flowers. We are chatting with the human behind Heart and Sola Creations, Katie Wood. Thank you so much for being here today on The Wedding Dish. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. I love your background. Very, um, I mean, I can already tell you're talented just from that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Not that I didn't peep your work before you came on. <laughs> I love it. It's just beautiful. I, yeah. Um, you all, you. if you want to see this, you're going to have to go on to and look on our YouTube for the video version of this podcast. Um, or maybe follow Katie too. Yes. That, helps too. yes. that always helps. Either way. You'll find out where at the end. Um, Okay. (laughs) Today, we are dishing about reimagining some of the quote-unquote traditional pieces of the wedding. There are so many things that we hear during the planning process that come from people we love or the things that we read or just society in general, but you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do at your wedding, Um, and you can adjust any piece of your wedding to celebrate in a way that feels right for you. So I know you are equally as passionate about this, Katie, as I am. Um, So are you ready to dive in? Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So why is personalizing the arrangements on the wedding day special for couples? So for wedding days, a lot of the times they kind of look pretty similar. You know, there's some sort of ceremony, there's some sort of party. So I always feel like the most customization, the more customization you can do, the better. And that just helps the day feel more like you and your whoever you're marrying. And that just can extend to anything, you know, down to your napkins and your silverware and all the way up to your flowers and whatever you're wearing. So if you can customize something that like your flowers that you're going to be holding all day or wearing all day or in a lot of your pictures, yeah. <laughs> it just adds another layer that is like totally you and it will help you, you know, feel connection to all of the photos and videos you see afterward. I love that. And it's kind of an approachable way to add something that's a little bit pop of personality, let's say, um, yes. to something that feel that doesn't necessarily look like too dramatically outside of what your family might have been dreaming of your entire life, if that is yeah. the situation you live in. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So what are some of the ways that you have reimagined bouquets? In addition to bouquets, we can do whatever you want, but with bouquets, I have incorporated pieces of 
the bride's mom's bridal attire. I had one friend of mine, she's one of my best friends, and we got her mom's veil and I was actually allowed to take it apart. So I actually, there was like a beaded headband across the front of it and I cut that apart and I put the beads together in like a brooch almost and I used them as the centers in really large flowers in the bouquet. So there's two flowers in her bouquet that are literally made with her mom's veil. So that was super special. And somebody else, I took the brim of her mom's bridal hat because hats were totally a thing in the 80s. God, I miss the bridal hats in some ways or just the general hats. Like, yes, they're a good fascinator. I am here for it. Oh, I would love to make a fascinator. If you're interested in a fascinator, like hit me up because I'm dying to do one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I took everyone get on that. Yes. I took a bride's bride or took a bride's mom's bridal hat and I took the brim of it and I put it around her bouquet and then I took her grandma's earrings and actually cut them into pieces and used them as the centers of flowers in her bouquet and it's so cool because not only are you getting a really customized item for that one day but since they're wood flowers they don't die so you can just throw them in a vase and you have that keepsake in a keepsake for years to come and they're just like you know sitting somewhere in your house and every time you pass them you think of your wedding day, you think of your mom, your grandma, whoever, you put something in there for them. So it's really cool to be able to customize things down to like the tiniest details. I love that. I love that so much. What about like other items outside of bouquets and fascinators? Are there other like cool things that you've done that people have carried down the aisle, for example? Absolutely. I have done baskets for flower girls. I have done little hoops that are kind of similar to this thing behind me, if you see it on the YouTube. Um, the YouTube. I sound so old. <laughs> if you We're see it on the YouTube million. video, maybe. It's a little better. <laughs> so you can have a hoop that has flowers on it, or I've actually done like a wreath that was chicken wire on the inside of the wreath. So it was like a really rustic kind of feel to the flowers. I've also done like really fancy um, like corsage boutonniere kind of things that you can like pin on to people, uh, regular boutonnieres, corsages that you wear on your wrist. Like there's everything that you can imagine. I can make it. <laughs> How cool. Um, have you ever seen the ones where they carry adoptable puppies down the aisle and they do like floors? Have you ever done those? I because I, oh my God. I haven't done the puppies. I have seen them. Okay. But yes, I've also done the kind of thing where like it's a headband or something. So it's kind of close to a fascinator, but not exactly a fascinator. But I've done like, you know, flower crowns and stuff like that. So yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. Oh my God. I love it so much. I wish for you in the future, I'm channeling someone who does one of those adoptable puppy or farm animal or something weddings. so fun. I feel like you would do such a good job. <laughs> I, I would have a lot of fun with it. So I know, right? I love like off the wall ideas. Like the weirder people get, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. I'll figure it out. I know. It's the best. I like, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong. I love my traditional couples as well, but oh, yeah. I love when people like do something really like that pushes me to think creatively in a yep. way that I like haven't had to do yet and mm-hmm. problem solve. Like those are so much fun. So I feel you in my soul. Yes. I had one couple who wanted a spider and a skull in every item. 
So from the bridal bouquet to the bridesmaids hoops to the boutonnieres that the groom and groomsmen wore and the parents, the corsages, they all had like a little skull and they all had at least one spider. And it was so cool. Oh my <laughs> God, I love it. Trying so to figure much. out where to like stick the little spiders into the flowers and stuff like that. So they weren't like too in your face, but you could see them still. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so fun. Um yeah. Yeah, you all just, you know, be you, be unique. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're here for it. Um okay, so um I know you've done a couple like thematic weddings as well mm-hmm. in addition to what you were just talking about. Can you tell me a little bit about um some of like the different themes that people have asked you to include in their arrangements? I have done ones that are like uh, Galaxy. There was a one that was on a May 4th. So it's the May the 4th Be With You Star Wars-esque. Um, but she was like, it is so subtle, but it is Star Wars. So I feel like that was some sort of compromise happening there. But the uh, the flowers, I actually made purple roses and then like sprinkled kind of um, other lighter colors of purple and white on them. So they looked like galaxies. So that was really cool. That was in all of the bouquets, all the, again, all the boutonnieres, like every floral item they got. They actually got 144 loose flowers that were individually stemmed to make their own centerpieces. I can't tell you how many times I counted those to make sure that there were 144, but it was, it was a lot of fun. They were all galaxy. So they were all purple, all galaxy. It was really fun. I've also done ones that, um, like a Beauty and the Beast kind of theme. So it was red wood roses and then roses made out of book pages because you know Belle loves to read so that was fun um, I've also used the same kind of thing for like Harry Potter-esque weddings where they're actually made out of Harry Potter books so if you look on the pages like you can see like character names and stuff like that so like that was fun too <laughs> think of how much fun that would be as the guest yes yeah like to just be like looking and be like wait does that say Azkaban right <laughs> It said Voldemort, like, on one of the leaves in my own bouquet from my wedding. And I was like, ah, is that, like, a bad omen? No. <laughs> it was fine. I think it's good luck, in fact. I mean, so far, so good. So I, I'm going to go with that one. And I think I saw – did you say you were married for over 10 years? We got married on our 10th anniversary. Uh, so we were together 10 years, and now we've been married for six. Okay, okay. So you've been together about the same amount of time as Philippe and me, Um, but you look like you're about half my age. (laughs) I'm 33 for anyone interested. You did say the YouTube though. I did say the YouTube. So I am old, but I look young. You are not old, (laughs) but you do look very young and also so adorable. I love your headshots so much. Oh, thanks. That's not why we're here, but that helps. <laughs> that does help, and that probably has helped you with some of your creative skills. I love oh that. yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. Okay, awesome. So, um, I know you're really passionate about helping couples infuse their personalities into their wedding day. How much do they like? I guess how involved do you like to be? Um, I really love when my couples like reach out and ask me for like insight into this or that. And um, I'm curious, like it's so it's very different because I'm there on the wedding day. So mm-hmm. I'm curious, like how involved do you like to be with your couples in like the planning of the piece or pieces that you are creating? My favorites are the kind of couples who have like 
this is the colors we want and like we don't really have any other rules and just like go ahead we trust you like having all of that creative license is like you know an artist's dream but I'm also fine with someone saying like I want this specific color this swatch and I want these three flowers and you know I can work with that too but beyond like the florals of things if people have questions for me like I'm always up to answer I have opinions on everything and I am cool with sharing them so (laughs) people will ask me like you know the most random things and I'm always a champion of like do whatever the hell you want it's your day so like I'm the one who's there I'm perfectly fine with like taking the blame that if someone wants something maybe they can say like well the florist thinks that and it's like cool you know put it on me I don't care I'm not gonna like be in the room to argue so you know put it on me uh, it was so funny when I was getting married like I said my dad's a photographer so he's been you know to a million weddings and he always said it's your day screw it up however you want and like it sounds terrible but if you know my dad like that is so something he would say and it like it just took all the stress off you know like it's a big day but it's not like the end all be all so have fun with it do whatever the hell you want it's your day and that's all you have to worry about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There are always going to be bumps. There's always going to be something that isn't exactly right. That's how life is. We are messy, but we are perfect in our own way, in our yeah. very imperfect, beautiful ways. Yeah. And it's interesting because like you said, you're there on the day and almost all of my weddings actually happen in other states. I ship all over the country and I mean, I'll ship anywhere, but so far it's all just been in the U.S. So like for now. Um, But like, there are plenty of times where I don't know what happened on the day. Like I send out questionnaires to my couples after the day, like to get feedback and hear about the wedding and, you know, see pictures and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, some don't answer me. So I'm kind of just like, well, I hope it went well. (laughs) But I do love hearing afterward how it went. That's so, okay. So that actually leads me to something that I want to share with couples because this needs to be a PSA to everyone. Um, As the photographer, I like to share my photos with Mm -hmm. all of the people who are involved in making the wedding day because one, it's just good practice. Two, it helps us all because we promote each other and we tag each other and it just widens the reach for everybody. But also like We put so much heart and soul into everything that we do. Like we want to know that it was like a happy day and that it worked out the way that – so like share them. Like share – you know, when I I send out a questionnaire and I say like, who are your vendors? Like can you give me like at least the names? I ask for their their tags or websites too. But I mean couples are busy. Like I get it. I can Google. Um, And sometimes if I'm not sure, I'll like email the person and be like, uh, hi, I think I photographed some of your work. Does this look like your work? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) If so, I'll send you the photos. Um, So, but it's just like, it, it's such a joy to connect with other people that have like put, helped this day be like beautiful and, and it's about you. So I think you probably don't think about it as a couple, but like, it's so important to us. Yeah. It's a very interesting industry where, like, we are, like, we have high stakes. We care about the day that's ha- it's happening. It's not just like, oh, here's a thing. I made it. Go use it. It's like, when it's your wedding day, I'm thinking about you. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not there, but, like, I'm thinking, oh, their wedding's today. Like, I hope it's going well. Like, I care. We all care. If we didn't, yeah. we wouldn't be in such an industry like this. So. Yes. Yeah. It's- keep that in mind. <laughs> 
It's so, it's like one of those industries where like you would never do this job if you didn't love your people and like the process and the whole thing. Like you, I'm sure spend so many hours on the front side. I spend like 40 hours on the back side for every wedding minimum, Mm -hmm. Um, retouching photos, culling them. Like, you know, I try to get everything right in camera so I don't have to do a whole lot of retouching but there is touching to every photo it's like slight adjustment of crop like not you know maybe my right arm was feeling a little heavy in that moment and it's just like Mm -hmm. a little bit off kilter um (laughs) but you spend all the time on the front so it's it's just such a different process that's the other crazy thing about the wedding industry because it's such a different process between what I do versus what you do but it like brings us together into like this one beautiful moment yeah, it's so it's it's so weird, <laughs> but wonderful. <laughs> I know, I love it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, well, this was so much fun, Katie. I love your work. What you do is beautiful. I love your whole personality and all of your vibes and everything. I'm sure everyone else who's listening to the Wedding Dish also feels that way. So, where can our people find you online? <laughs> So my website is heartandsola.com. It's S-O-L-A because the flowers are made out of sola wood. And then on pretty much all the platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, and TikTok are the main ones right now. Uh, You can find me. I am Heart and Sola Creations on all of them. (laughs) Super easy. Perfect. (laughs) And we will, of course, link out. You will get to see some of her amazing work on our Instagram when we make our graphics, which I haven't done yet. I'm delivering a wedding this evening and I've really been nose to the grindstone on it. Um, While you are following Katie at Heart and Sola Creations on all of the platforms, um, you can find us at The Wedding Dish Podcast and you can visit our website at theweddingdishpodcast.com where we'll have show notes. We'll have some behind the scenes info about Katie's wedding and how she got into the industry and all the things. Um, we do that for all of our guests. It's it's just fun to like know why yeah. people got how people got there. Um, it's so you can common also, that like wedding vendors started because of their own wedding. It really is, and the <laughs> funny thing is, I didn't. My really? origin stories. I started in two thousand five. I got married in twenty twelve. Oh, okay. I also You're didn't ever intend to get married. Oh well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I now just you never. Are. I never thought about it. Yeah. I was the same way. I was just like, eh, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. This is this is why we would be real life friends if we lived close together. I don't know where you're located, but I suspect it's not in DC. No, I'm near Philadelphia. Not too far. I grew up in Havity Grace, Maryland. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like right on the Pennsylvania Delaware border. Oh, huh, okay. Well, um, and after that tangent, if you would like to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. I love it. I, You are just the, you're the coolest. Um, <laughs> you all can, when you're at theweddingdishpodcast.com, apply to be a guest. Um, that goes for wedding pros and couples. I just got asked that at the beginning of this episode, and I love bringing in couples, so feel free. Um And don't forget to tune in next week. We have another amazing guest. She's coming on to talk about how you can screen. It's Emily Foster, um, who has been on here before. And she is coming on to talk about how you can screen the vendor website 
to understand what they're saying and not saying on their website and also um, whether they are inclusive, what kind of couples they tend to work with, um, and then also some of the important things to put on your own website for your wedding. And she gives some tips for our wedding vendors out there about their websites and how to make them more client-friendly and user-friendly and all of the things. So it is a action-packed episode. Um, <laughs> so tune in for that. And until we meet again, cheers, everybody. Bye.